We Have Concerns is made possible entirely through donations from listeners like you at Patreon.com. And one of those patrons, Priscilla McKinney, donated at the highest tier and asked us to let you know about her podcast. It's called Ponderings from the Perch. It's at littlebirdmarketing.com, and it's all about creativity and marketing and culture, and it comes out every other Friday. Thank you, Priscilla, for donating to the show at patreon.com slash wehaveconcerns. how I'm going to make everything about Bloodborne this week? No, I'm pretty sh- pretty certain you'll be able to do that. I no already problem. just made this episode about Bloodborne I know. just by saying that. Listen. This is We Have Concerns, <laughs> your Bloodborne fan cast. Oh, Hi, man. Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerns. Hello, Blood Brainiacs, or whatever they're called. <laughs> I don't know. That's some good branding off the top of your head. <laughs> it's really going to foster a sense of community. Right. Uh, we have talked, you and I, Often mm-hmm. about going to Mars. You're we ready. Talk, we talk about it a lot. Yeah, you you're ready. What? You want to go there. Uh, you're ready for one way trip. You're gonna die on Mars. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. You're that, but yes, we've talked about it before. We've we've done a couple episodes about Mars One already. Boy, these new findings that you're about to bring up really make me sad because I believe yeah. in privately funding a trip to Mars. Well, I really do. the most high profile of the private funders to Mars is Mars One, the Mars One program. This is an article that was sent to us from Eric Wang, our buddy over on uh, We Have Concerns Show at gmail.com. He sent this article that basically says, Mars One is bullshit. Jeez. Yeah, this, this is, is a bummer, because th- this is a guy who was a Mars One candidate who was also a NASA researcher. Yeah, Dr. Joseph Roche, I believe, Roche. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is an assistant professor at the Trinity College School of Education in Dublin, and he has a PhD in physics and astrophysics. So this is a dude Smart who's going to know. Yeah. And you feel like this is exactly the guy that you want to apply to Mars One. Yeah. Like, you like, don't want me applying to Mars One, but it's 10,000 me's applying to Mars One. Well, the one. bad news is Mars One does want you to apply to Mars One. I know, but that's like, so that's the thing, is like, you would like to think that Mars One doesn't want 10,000 me's applying, but you also know that people like me are the people that are applying the most. Just some, like, just some dudes with some Star Trek posters in their house. <laughs> yeah. Who are, like, super into 2001 and video games and science and, like, I drink my Soylent, and I'm going to space. I can't wait to walk around on Mars and high-five people. Uh, so uh, what do you think that you're going to bring to the Mars One mission? Remember that there are only going to be about six of you up there for the first run. Well, um, I'm going to bring uh, probably my iPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll bring... That makes sense. You're going to need that. I'll bring um, some comic books, probably. I'll okay, I mean, I, I want to remind you, uh, space is is sort of limited. Mm. Uh, oh, you're saying I should have digital of... comic books on my iPad? Check. Okay. okay. I'm going to bring some snacks. It's less about physical. We're going to take care of food. Mm. It's less about physical things that you're going to bring with you and more about what do you think you provide oh, as, a, as a person. I get you. As a person. Yeah. Um, I have a really large music library on my iPod. Okay. And uh, I would share it M- with MP3 everybody. MP3 or Flack. Well, I'm lossless all the way, man. Lossless all the way, okay. Yeah. That's a negative. Go ahead. And, uh, you know, I think I would also bring, um, 
you know, a, a deep knowledge of uh, of Mars and its history. Okay, uh, like what? Well, like the entire John Carpenter series, I'm uh, I'm familiar with on a very deep level. Holy shit, you're not even a good nerd. It's John Carter, you asshole. John Carpenter. He did uh, was Zombie Big Mars. Trouble in Little Con- it was Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, I love that movie as well. That that does. You're talking about John Carter of Mars. You have no science background. John Carpenter. I will and point you're out. You're not a, even. Did a, the whole series? Well, you said the whole series. You're the shittiest applicant we've ever had. Uh, we've had tons of John Carter fanboys. All right, you in. got me. You got me. I'm not even a nerd. I'm not a real nerd. I got. I, okay, I did it. You're right. I did the voice. I did the thing. I. Th- I just want to be part of this. I Are you a be- physicist? Yeah. God damn it. We have so many physicists already. Oh come on, man. No, just get me- out of here. I want to go to Mars. All you let doctors me, and let shit. Let me go to Mars. No, we're sending nerds. All you fucking physicists and chemists oh, and engineers. No, get out of here. We only want people with custom lightsabers on Mars. I'll buy one. It's too late. It's too late. Yeah, but uh, it turns out that that's actually kind of true, is they did want to sucker a lot of nerds in. It's it's According a scam. According to this guy. Yeah. According to this guy, he says basically it's a money-making scam with actual no infrastructure built to actually get anywhere close to Mars. They can't even get off the planet. There's no... <laughs> There is no. You go into the Mars One office, and there's just a big tarp over something in the middle. It's like, oh, that's the rocket. No, don't look don't at the look rocket. Under that. No, don't look under no, the you rocket. don't want to look under no, that. No, no, we got a uh, lot of plans, a lot of stuff's going on. Just don't look at the rocket. Under that tarp right there? Yeah, it's under the tarp, but don't look at the rocket. It's a secret rocket. It seems like a really small rocket. It's a small rocket right now. It's going to get bigger. This is just part of the rocket. This is uh, part of the rocket. Okay. Give me uh, could you give me a glass of water real quick? Hey, there's no rocket under here. There's no rocket. This is like three big wheels and a, a Tinker Toys. Uh, we are using the most efficient engines possible because uh, Power Wheels, they just, they go. They go, go, go. Uh, you've seen the commercial. I have. And they uh, just keep going How is forever. this supposed to get us off the planet? You're uh, cobbling together a bunch of children's toys? It's powered by dreams and imagination? Well, now you're talking. That sounds really good. Let's go to Mars. Am I right? I have have big dreams and a lot of imagination. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but no, they have no infrastructure. But, you know, we knew that they didn't have a built infrastructure as much as they had plans. They showed us plans. They showed us uh, uh, an idea for the capsule. But what they really had were some sketches and an idea to make some money. Here's what this article says. Here are the facts as we understand them. Mars One has almost no money. Mars One has no contract with private aerospace suppliers who are building technology for future deep space missions. Mars One has no TV production partner. Mars One has no publicly known investment partnerships. And Mars One has no plans for a training facility where its candidates would prepare themselves. Uh, and that's like travel. that's huge, especially the like the aerospace one, I'm not shocked because it was sort of like we're going to design and build our own capsules. So it was right. kind of like, well, let's design the capsules and then we'll contract with somebody later on to build them. So that doesn't super surprise me. What surprises me is that they had no TV contracts in place because that was where most of the funding was actually supposed to come from. Yeah. Is this reality show of like six strangers picked to live in a capsule. True story. And <laughs> but they don't even have that. And then what's really scary is what Joe Roche says happened when they were evaluating candidates. Yeah, the evaluation process seems 
can we say sketchy at best? So you go to your own doctor and right. you get a physical. You pay for it out of your own pocket. Fine, right. whatever. Basic physical. Surely there is a follow-up. There is. There is definitely a follow-up uh, on Skype. Okay. It's a 10-minute Skype interview. Mm -hmm. where to they... see if you're physically and mentally prepared for the rigorous journey of living with only five other people on Mars until the day you die. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, 10 yeah. 10 minutes on Skype. Uh-huh. I can tell a lot about somebody from 10 minutes on Skype. Though. Oh, yeah. You can tell. You can read volumes in just their facial expression, how they set up their webcam. Yeah. Yeah. Whether, like, they do the, the selfie angle or, like, a straight on. Oh, yeah. Making eye contact. Oh, come on. How's their connection? Do they know how to set up a proper Skype connection? Because if not, I cannot trust them yeah, what to kind set of, up the water supply on Mars. What kind of internet connection do they have? Yeah. Or do they pay for the extra bandwidth? Maybe if they didn't, maybe they're not really prepared to be on Mars for that long. Maybe you don't want to go to Mars today. Yeah, if maybe if your upgrade. Skype connection is a little sketchy. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you know, what's in the background of their of their image? Are they well-framed? Is their head well-framed? Is there a poster in the background maybe I can judge their character on? Like a Star Trek poster? Yeah, if there's a Star Trek poster. 2001. Maybe, maybe they're well-prepared. Custom prepared. lightsaber. Here's the bad part. Oh, is, that's not the bad part. Well, that is a bad part. Okay. But another bad part is that it seems like this was all just a scheme to get people to buy shit. Yeah. Because the way that the applicants were seated in the application process, in the contestant process, really, is there was this point system, this arbitrary point system that was... Which you fill out uh, IQ tests, right. and you do, uh, you do a lot of physical tests and mental tests, and there's an interview process, and they give you points based on uh, your merit and how, how good a candidate you're going to be to go to Mars. Well, it has more to do with how many T-shirts you bought from them. I'm sorry? How many uh, little hats you bought from them. You get points by all the stuff. If you donated money to them, tons of points, bro. So many points. So Mars One is that sixth grade pyramid scheme magazine drive? Yeah, it's scholastic. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. They bring everybody who wants to go to Mars into a gym, and some guy gets up in a blazer <laughs> in no time. He's like, do you guys want to get a pizza party? Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to go to Mars? So much. All you got to do is sell 70,000 magazine subscriptions to your parents and their friends, and you can die on Mars. Hey, Dad. Um, Free pizza. Dad, um, I totally forgot to mention this. Um, the deadline is, is tomorrow. We all have to have sold 70,000 magazine subscriptions by tomorrow to get to Mars. <sighs> um, will you help me go knock on door to door? And, cause I really? Gotta sell the last day? We're waiting until the last day? Well, I, I've been putting it off, and I forgot that it's tomorrow we have to... If you want to go to Mars, uh -huh. you have to sell your own magazines. We've been through this. But it's tomorrow, and I just... I don't. I feel like Fine. I haven't how really done... How many magazine subscriptions do you need? 70,000. All right, give me 35,000 highlights, because your little sister likes that. Oh, yeah. Thank and, you, Dad. Uh, I'll take... I'll take 35,000 Sports Illustrated, okay. and then get one home and garden for your mother. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I, I look forward you. to you dying alone on another planet. You're the best dad I've ever had. You're a horrible son. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, get all these, and that's why it's such a horrible, horrible scheme. This, like, hurts my heart because they yeah. took... Something beautiful took like dying dreams. on Mars. They took the, our beautiful dream of dying with five people that we don't get along with on yeah. Mars. right. How, could, how dare they Obs bastardize that? Turn it into something ugly. How dare you take my dreams of starvation <laughs> and dehydration and also strang strangling somebody? Oh, yeah. 
And you turn that into something ugly? How dare you? How dare you, Mars One? But no, they're taking a certain segment of the population's natural desire to explore our dreams of space, of finding the next thing, and they're just perverting Well, it's it. a scam. It really is. But it's a scam that affects me. <laughs> and that's why it hurts so much. That's why I care. Because it affects people... It affects people like us. Well, the the article points out that the real bad thing is that these kinds of things get a lot of attention in the media. People hear about them, and then they turn out to be what this looks like it's turning out to be. And then people lose faith in space travel in general. Yes. Privatized space travel, and even in NASA. So it's like, oh, it's just a bunch of jagoffs who are really just taking advantage of dreams. Dreams of dying in space. <laughs> really, the big thing that we have yet to accomplish. Really, the only thing mankind has left is to die in space. We've done everything else. Yes. I mean, we've died in space by accident. Sure. But we want to die in space. We've killed animals in space. Oh, yes, so many. Dude, I cannot even. We are so good at killing animals in space. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah, humanity. Way to kill animals and ourselves on accident. But now it's time to take it to the next inevitable place. I want to make the choice to depart this planet and die on another. I want to look somebody in the eye and say, you're going to die in space. <laughs> Not today, but in your lifetime. That's right. Congratulations. Your you've brief, been selected. horrible lifetime. Yeah. And not because you bought enough things, not because your t-shirt no, sales are I want to know that we're sending our best and brightest up there to That's die. That's right. We want to select the most worthy applicants. I want to know we're taking the best human specimens, yeah. our best chance at the future, putting them into a metal capsule. Sending them as far away from us as we have ever been. To die. And never come back. I want to know that that's happening. I want to believe that we can do that. Yeah. That we can take the best and brightest of ourselves and remove them entirely. Completely. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Leaving only me <laughs> and my iPad and my iPod. Right. And my custom lightsaber from Disney. And your lossless music collection. That's what it that's should be I about. That's where I draw the line, actually. <laughs> That wasn't just me being like a jerky NASA guy. That was me being real in that bit. Lossless, having a lossless music collection is where I draw the line as a human being. Really? It's, too, it's one step that's too the, far? That's the fucking line, dude. Do you really? Lossless? Like, really? I feel every like, song? I feel every like you would be song? the guy that would want that. You would want <laughs> music cares? to be perfect. At a certain point, you can't even hear the difference. Come on. Well. You can't hear the difference. It's bullshit. But the best and brightest among us can. There are the two biggest scams in human history, Mars One and high-quality audiophile equipment. They are on par with one another. You're Oh, I have a $1,000 headphone amp that runs into a tube that runs into a receiver that's $13,000, and it all plays lossless audio. That motherfucker probably bought a lot of Mars One t-shirts. That's a dude who's like, oh, well, I got to go to Mars. Gullible guy, you're saying. Is there room for my tube amp in Mars? (laughs) I want those warm tones. My headphones were made by a small child in the Himalayan mountains. Yeah. You're listening to your lossless music in your car with your windows down. Yeah. You're saying it's like not, it's not like in the Mars, just like in the Mars capsule and just audiophile guy is there and he's just (laughs) like, where the fuck is all the food? (laughs) Who threw out the food? Oh, that was me. Why? Why? We're here for three years. We have to make the food last before we, we have to land and terraform and colonize before we're going to have any food. No, you make, uh, you make solid points. 
but I have a retort. I mean, that Ground sounds good. Control to Major Tom. Yeah. Isn't that a little on the nose, though? Yeah, well, that's what I was going for, is that I have a whole mix here of, uh, of space themes. It says here that you only have 12 songs. You hear the quality in that? All this equipment for 12 songs? You threw away three years of food? Oh, that theremin really hums, though. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's God. It's beautiful, right? Yeah. You can hear the richness. I feel like I've never heard a theremin before. And my father had a theremin growing up. Really? Yeah. Well, you really should have spent more time with your dad. Uh, uh, he was always out selling magazine <laughs> subscriptions. <laughs> he and I didn't really get along. <laughs> um, this is disappointing. Uh, I guess we still have our lord and master Elon Musk. Yeah, well, thankfully, he'll solve And it. Richard Branson. Yeah. I just wish there was something about this that felt like they were putting it in the hands of the scientific community and the community at large, as opposed to like two rich guys deciding the future of space. I don't think anything's ever gone wrong when just two rich guys decide stuff. No, no. Oh, well, you know what? On a long scale, <laughs> no. Uh, rich guys decided where the trains went. Rich right. guys decided where the roads went, where the automobiles went. And in the long run, I think that did fine. <laughs> It's just the first one or two lifetimes after the rich guys make a decision. Well, a lot of people die. A lot of people die. Mostly a lot of people wind up basically indentured servants mm -hmm. to the rich people. I mean, yeah. that's and that's just that's what it is. Maybe that's kind of what this Mars One thing is. It's the indentured servitude of the nerd underclass. It's like, you know. Oh my God! Wait a minute. Pay a percentage of your wages. Wait a minute. These people aren't terrible. The scam isn't the scam that we think it is. What's the scam? They're taking all of the most annoying fanboys <laughs> and, and jettisoning them off into space. Well, that's the problem is they're not jettisoning anybody into space. But they're maybe they are. Maybe we just need to like be a little more hush-hush on this <laughs> and let all the pedantic assholes sell t-shirts <laughs> and go to space. They're selecting the choicest YouTube oh, commenters. Like the dudes who get up at Comic-Con and- <laughs> Ask and, questions. And not ask a question, right. really. Comment as on a, themselves. Just comment on themselves yeah. at a panel for three and a half oh, minutes. Oh, it's excruciating. They're, those are the Mars One guys. Maybe they're actually doing us a service. Guys, forget everything we said. <laughs> Delete this episode. We need you all to support Mars One. <laughs> we need to take back all the cool shit. Hey, Simon, I'm going to Mars. All I did was write, you're a cunt queen on like 600 YouTube videos, and they picked me. Wow. Between that and your 12 and a half minute video about all the continuity issues in that DLC for the new Devil May Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Time well spent. Yeah, man. Thank God. Thank God we have people like you. Now Good I'm going to space. I'm living my dream. You deserve it, man. Nobody deserves it more than you do. Godspeed. I'll see you never. I hope so. I really hope so. So yeah, uh, let's all support Mars One. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I guess we need to support them. Everybody. Buy their t-shirts, everybody. Everybody buy Mars. Find the most annoying Mars One candidate that you can find and buy t-shirts in their name. That's what you do. I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? Are you, are you super disappointed like we are? Do you feel betrayed? Are you hoping that somebody else is going gonna, is gonna to pop up in Mars One's place? Do you Mars believe? Mars Two. Do you Should believe all... in Musk? You know what? Maybe this is all just a setup for the sequel. Maybe this is it. Let us know how you feel on Twitter. I'm at A Carboni. I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can just tweet your feelings with uh, hashtag believe in Musk.
There's no way that can be taken out of context. No. And hey, if you're enjoying the show, why not rate it on iTunes? Oh boy, we certainly do love your five-star ratings on iTunes. Yeah, we appreciate that. Don't review the show though. Oh no, no, no. Don't. No, go to iTunes. Do leave people think I'm stars. saying review the show when I say put five stars on? <sighs> I don't know what people think, but all we all we need is the five star. Yeah. And then like instead of reviewing the show, uh, maybe tell us. If you were going to die on another planet, mm. how would you want to go out? Oh, I would like want to plummet through the clouds of Jupiter. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, drowning on Titan in a methane pool. Mm. Titan, huh? Titan's a moon, isn't it? Yeah. It's not a planet. Oh, if you're gonna die in space, how you want to die? Just saying, I'm a pedantic asshole, but. It's not a planet. Congratulations. You've been chosen. <laughs> You're the last starfighter. I'm going! <laughs>